Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Spinbok? Uh, yes, sir. Of course, sir. No, we realize that the president's life's in danger. Of course, sir. I, I can assure you, sir, we haven't been idle. No, sir. Uh, very well, sir. I'll get my best man onto it. That's right, sir. Lee Masters. I'll send for him right away. Goodyear presents The Sounds of Darkness. Tire and Rubber Company, makers of passenger, truck, and tractor tires for every requirement in South Africa's farming, commerce, and industry, bring you Lee Masters, the blind detective who challenges the sounds of darkness. Sounds of Darkness, you will hear Tony Jay as Lee Masters, James White as Johnny Bridges, and Elaine Lee as Samantha Darlington. Others in the cast are Bruce Anderson, Erica Rogers, George Carellin, Eric Egan, and Hugh Rouse. And now let's join the world of Lee Masters in tonight's Sounds of Darkness, a friend of Uncle Sam. on edge about, Fred. Well, I'll tell you. Now, normally, we don't pay any attention to 80% of the anonymous warning letters we get. You know that, Lee. Sure. The other 20% you give a routine check over just in case. So? So, we've had an anonymous letter. But this time, for a couple of reasons, we've got to do something about it. Or rather, you two have. What are the couple of reasons? First of all, here's the letter. Uh, you better read it aloud, Johnny. Sure. It's an ordinary rule paper. Looks as though it would have been torn from a kid's exercise book. You know the sort, Lee. Yeah. Pen, pencil, or typed? Printed in ink. Mm, not a pro crook, then. Okay, read it. This is to warn you that they are going to kill the president. He mustn't undertake public appearances on the 19th or 20th. Signed, a friend of Uncle Sam. Holy cow, is this for real? We don't know. But we have reason to believe it might be. And, of course, with the life of the president involved, 
We just can't take any chances. Pass me that letter, Johnny. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, go on. What are the reasons for believing that this might be on the level? First of all, do you remember this scare about the bomb aboard the Queen Elizabeth a few months back? Yeah, you've got a warning note. Investigated. Found the bomb as mentioned in the note. Right? That's right. Here's the note we received that time. Yeah, I see what you mean, Mr. Harris. It's the same paper, Lee. Mm -hmm. And at a guess, I'd say that the same person wrote both letters. I'll give it over here. Another note. Here it is. This one we got just before General Rickenoff was due to take off of Vietnam. I'll read it to you. When General Rickenoff's plane lands, they have arranged things so that it will blow up. It's also signed, like the other two, a friend of Uncle Sam. Well, hand it over, Fred. So, these three notes were written by the same person. And as the other two warnings were for real, you can't afford not to do something about this one, huh? Absolutely. Why, don't you agree? I didn't say that. Sure seems like it. How did these letters get to you? They were addressed to the FBI Washington, and they were mailed. Oh, they, they came through the regulation U.S. mails. That's right. Postmarks? All different. The first one... Warning us about the bomb aboard the Queen Elizabeth was posted in New York. The second one about the plane and General Rickenoff was posted in Dallas, Texas. And this one came from Portland, Oregon. Right across country, huh? Yeah. Now, you see the reason for the panic. This last letter arrived yesterday. Today's the 15th. Four days to the 19th. Four days. Doesn't leave us much time, does it? Tell me, what engagements does the President have on the days in question? On the 19th, there's a formal ball at the White House with dozens of foreign VIPs. And on the 20th, he's launching a new nuclear submarine. In the Navy Yard at Portland, Oregon, I bet. That's right. Yeah, that figures. Is that all, Fred? That's all. Here are the three letters and the envelopes. They came in. Do you think you can do something? Well, we haven't missed yet, have we? No, but we can't afford to have this one for your first timer. <laughs> Johnny, what did we learn from those letters? Well, the English wasn't too bad. All the notes refer to they, so presumably a gang is involved. The printing? Was it a good adult hand? Or was it childish or uneducated looking? No, not uneducated. Pretty neat. All in capitals. So, what do you deduce, if anything? Well, there's nothing to deduce, is there? Neat printing, pretty good English. I mean, that doesn't tell us anything. Notice the perfume? No, no, I didn't. Well, I did. Not a regular perfume or even a cologne. More like a hand lotion. You know, keep your hands soft and young looking, that kind of stuff. Which means a woman handled those letters. Most probably wrote them. A woman who uses hand lotion. All three of those letters smelled the same. The other two, not so strong. But it was still there. Most women use hand lotion. Sure. Before they go to bed, that sort of thing. But those weren't the kind of letters a woman writes just before she goes to bed. 
obviously a woman who's involved with saboteurs against her will. Uh, maybe her husband's involved. Yeah, yeah, that would figure. My guess is that this broad is married to a guy who's mixed up with this gang. She doesn't want to go to the police because that would put her man inside. Or worse. She can't talk him into giving the whole thing a miss. So she does it this way. When they plan something which she just can't go along with, then she drops the FBI an anonymous line. She writes the letters late at night. Uh-huh. Yeah, then she slips out and posts them while hubby's sleeping. No. No, that I don't like. Why not? Uh, unless she drugged him. What's to stop him waking up and finding she's not there? Yeah. You can never be sure, no matter how heavy the guy sleeps. Uh, it's a much safer bet that she wrote them while the guy was out. So, why the hand cream? Maybe he works nice. Yeah, could be. No, no, it still doesn't figure. If he goes off to work, and she knows she's going to write this letter and then slip out and mail it, why the heck bother with hand lotion? Yeah. You see what I mean, John? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. What about the postmarks, Lee? What do you make of them? Mm -hmm. Three different places. Could be just a cover. Somehow I don't think so. Why not? Well, like I said, those letters weren't written by a pro. They were mailed in three different cities because they happened to be in those cities at the time. Looks like our lady travels around quite a bit. Well, not necessarily. I mean, they're going to do a job on a plane that takes off from Dallas, so they go to Dallas. The Queen Elizabeth docks in New York, so they go to New York. Uh-oh. I don't think so, Johnny. These birds would have a cover. They wouldn't just move into a town, do their little bit, and then move out. Sooner or later, the pattern would show and they'd get picked up. Spies, saboteurs. These people are usually trained operators. And they always have a front. Yeah, that's true. Nope. They were in those towns at the time on business, which would have appeared to be strictly legit. Like traveling salesmen, that, that, that sort of thing, huh? Maybe. Mm-hmm, maybe. I wish I could figure that hand lotion. There's a big, fat clue there, I'm sure. Book two seats on the next flight to Portland, Oregon. We'll stay at the Phoenix Hotel. Fix that, too, will you, please? Sure. Anything else? Yeah, you, uh... You smell anything on this letter? No, Lee, not a thing. Yeah, I didn't think you would. Seems like I'm the only one with educated nostrils. Uh, how far is the nearest drugstore? Well, there's one right across the street. Get hold of Johnny on the blower and tell him I want him to take me shopping. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. What can I do for you? 
hand lotion, hand cream. You stock that? Why, yes, of course. What brand does your wife prefer? Well, that's the point. You see, she asked me to buy some for her, and I uh, forgot the name. Oh, now, we have uh, Kiss of Dawn, Snowdrop, Lilac uh, No, I, I wouldn't remember the name, oh. but I would remember the smell, or at least my uncle would. Look, oh, yeah. uh, look, I know this is a nuisance for you, but I, I wonder if it wouldn't be possible for me to take a sniff at the various ones you do stock. With the greatest pleasure, my dear sir. Uh, if you just walk this way... If I walk that way, I'll just look at my hip. Now, sir, now, now here we have Quaker Girl. I'll just take off the stopper for you. There. Now, now, that's by far our most popular line. No, not that one. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, oh, yes, perhaps uh, Ziegfeld Folly. No, not that either. Oh, well, perhaps it must be Sweet Sue. Do try this one. It'll be too soon. But you finally tracked it down, huh? Yeah, after sniffing our way through three beauty salons and two hairdressing establishments. It's an Italian hand cream called Madonna Mobile. Very, but very expensive. Oh, I never heard of it. Tells us that Our Lady isn't short of dough. A small bottle sells at 14 bucks. Wow. For that money, I'd never wash it off. For that money, I wouldn't use it in the first place. Flight 14 at 6 o'clock, you said. Uh-huh. That's right. Give my love to the Beavers date. Shot, isn't it, Lee? I mean, just because she uses Italian hand cream doesn't necessarily mean she's Italian. No, it doesn't. But look at it this way. Spies, saboteurs. They gotta keep in touch with head office, don't they? Sure. Well, take it from me. The shortwave radio bit you very seldom find outside novels. Well, they use the mails. Now, letters going direct behind the Iron Curtain would be very liable to come under our scrutiny, wouldn't they? Mm, I guess so. But we couldn't keep a check on every letter that went to... Italy, for instance, could we? Yeah, I see. You're gambling that this dame is Italian and she still uses the hand cream she used back home? Women are even more creatures of habit than men are. That's why I want a list of all Italians at present in Portland who are not normally domiciled there. And I hope Reuters got it ready for us when we land. Because checking to see if anybody on the list was in New York at the time of the Elizabeth bomb scare and Dallas when the general's plane was due to take off is going to take quite a couple of the four days that we have left. You are listening to A Friend of Uncle Sam. Tonight's Sons of Darkness, brought to you by Goodyear, the greatest name in rubber.
do realize that today is the 19th? Sure, Fred. I know that today is the first of the danger days. But I also know that the odds against them trying anything in the White House are longer than a billion to one. One place our security doesn't worry me is the White House. Yeah, sure, that's true. I know, but tomorrow... Well, obviously, they're going to make the attempt here at the Navy Yard tomorrow, if the warning is for real. Look, I got a force of over a thousand cops, security agents, and FBI boys at the ready. Tomorrow, from the time the president lands at the airport, they'll be on duty. They'll be mingling with the crowds at the Navy Yard. Listen, Lee, at the risk of being obvious. Relax, Fred. I know it's the president, but boil it down. It's a security job, and it's an investigation. Those two little chores I've been doing successfully for the past 20 years. There's no reason to suppose that just because the personnel involved is star quality, I'm going to fall down on the job. Yeah, I know, but... But me no buts, Fred. I got work to do. See you later. Worried, huh? Uh, wouldn't you be in his shoes? I'm worried in my shoes, and they're a much smaller size. Okay. Now then. What have you found out about Italians who've just moved here recently? And who were in Texas and New York on the dates in question? Lee, I hate to say I told you so, but it looks like this Italian hand cream angle was just one hunch that didn't pay off. Come again? Nobody. But nobody. Oh, plenty that moved here recently. But New York, Dallas, forget it. And those that came here within the last six months, they all check out at AI on security. Johnny, it's time you learned a very important lesson in this job of ours. When you're convinced your hunch is right, and they tell you it's impossible, then look for a way that makes the impossible possible. You'll be amazed at how many times you find that way. Yeah, but Lee... You I... can't get two pints into a pint pot. That right? Sure, everybody knows that. I don't. I've seen wildlife pictures showing a python swallowing a buck, an antelope whose girth is twice the size of the snake's. How about that? Yeah, but listen... No, you listen. There's something screwy about the fact that the doll had hand cream on when she wrote that note. Don't ask me what. I don't know. But the answer we're looking for lies in that hand cream. Somehow. But how? Let me think. How was the list of newly arrived Italians arrived at? Every rooming house, hotel, apartment block, cottage house. In fact, every single dwelling in the city was checked. So your answer to that set of facts is that I am wrong. Well, my answer is they must be living someplace else. There is no place else. There must be. But Lee... There must be, Johnny. We got about 18 hours to come up with the answer. Vagrants in this city that aren't well and truly accounted for. But trailer camps, Reuter. Caravan parks. Yeah, all checked. Big fat zero. But what about the Army or Navy personnel? They move about. No, I check with every service chief within 200 miles. Then there's an angle we've missed. Well, let's go over things again. Say, uh, that the Navy band practicing? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose so. Now, look, Lee. You know... Brass bands always remind me of... Yeah, that's it. How was that? I'm not with you. Circuses, my friend, circuses. Where people go all over the country. Where they live in the country. Where they live in caravans. 
but not in regulation caravan parks or trailer camps. You check on any circus folk? Why, I don't think so. Well, is there a circus in town at the moment? I'm not quite sure. Okay, listen. You go on ahead with this check over the sub that's going to be launched this afternoon. Johnny and I got us some checking to do of our own. See you later. someplace. Tingling Circus is in town. Has been for three weeks. And they were in Dallas when the general's plane proved to be bugged to explode, and in New York when they found the bomb aboard the Queen Elizabeth. We got three hours before the president arrives. How do we find out which one? Which one what? Which lady in the circus wrote us the letters? You think she'll talk? She's our best bet by a long chalk, isn't she? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, for your information, counting the different acts, the wives of the roustabouts, the office staff, etc., there are 53 women attached to the circus living in trailers on the show site. 53, huh? How many of those are Italian? Uh, that I don't know. Two or three obviously are. You know the names. But the one we want might have a married name that doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. You know, who are the trapeze artists? Uh, here, the flying Finns. Finland, huh? That's interesting. That's very interesting. You think the Dalvin one could be one of them? I think it's more than likely, Johnny. And I'll tell you why. That hand cream. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. I keep harping back to it. You but, sure uh, think a moment. What would really play heck with a woman's hands? You mean swinging on that trapeze bar? Sure. If a woman is at all concerned about keeping her hands soft and supple, and in that job she would have to from a point of view of safety, never mind personal vanity then probably every moment she's not actually performing, she would use cream on her hands. What do you think? Sure sounds reasonable. Okay, then. Let's go see if Mrs. whatever her name is of the Flying Finns knows anything about Italy. What is it you want? At the moment, we're not quite sure, Mr. Saarinen. Just a few questions to start with. Saarinen. Finnish? <laughs> He's right, yeah. You speak pretty good English. Oh, I've been here quite a few years. Just what does the act consist of, Mr. Saarinen? Oh, the act? <laughs> well, I, I thought you Go wanted... Go on. To... Oh, something there. Well, what about the act, huh? Who's in it to start with? You and who else? My wife and uh, my partner, oh, he's the catcher, I'm the flyer. Your wife and partner, they also finish? Oh, my partner, yes. My wife is Italian. Uh, she flies, too. has uh, a bit of glamour. Sure, sure. Uh, what is your wife going to do when we take you away? Take, take me away? <laughs> what are you talking about? i got it? no time for games, Sarinen. What? In exactly half an hour, the president arrives in Portland. But, of course, you know that. Oh, sure. Everybody knows Johnny that. Johnny here is going to take you to headquarters and hold you there. I don't imagine for one moment that you're going to come clean. I don't know what you're getting at. Take Mr. it away, Johnny. No, listen. I, I don't have to put up with anything from you. I, I'm a citizen. Yes, you are. You're the kind of citizen I'd like to personally beat up. 
Now get out of here before I do. On your feet, sir. No, I invoke the Fifth Amendment. Great. Don't be too gentle with him, Johnny. I'll wait for his wife to arrive. Listen, Mrs. Saarinen. We've been over that atomic sub with a fine tooth comb. There's nothing aboard. How did your husband plan to do it? Was there... You mean you don't know? How could I? It took me all my time finding you, let alone find out how you planned to assassinate the president. Madonna mia. What is the time? I'm afraid I don't have a watch. No, of course I forget. You cannot see. Oh, we must hurry. Pray we are not too late. Tell me. You mean... Holding your husband isn't going to stop the attack? No, no, no. We have planned that when the president he throw the bottle of champagne, then it will happen. The bottle? The bottle. It will not be champagne. It will be nitroglycerin. Johnny, he's just about ready to launch the thing. Excuse me. Uh, Excuse Gotta get through. Excuse me. Sorry, man. We of the United States do not seek Uh, conflict. Excuse me. But we are ready. Out of the way, then. More than ready to meet any threat. Sorry, I gotta get through. With measures such as this fine vessel. Gangway. Move over with you. Out of the way. Excuse me. Any out to would be enemies. Stop, Mr. President. Stop. Gives me pleasure to name this fine crowd. Stop him, Johnny. Name this submarine. I beg your pardon, Mr. President. Three masters, FBI. Johnny Bridges, my assistant. You'll have it, sir. That champagne bottle contains nitroglycerin. You've taken leave of your senses, Mr. Masters. Johnny, take hold of that bottle, but very carefully. Then throw it as far out into the bay as you can. Is there a clear space? Yeah, yeah, there is, Lee. Okay. Throw it. Right. Here goes. Yeah. I don't know. And God bless all who say it. Tonight's Sounds of Darkness, presented for your entertainment by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, makers of world-famous passenger tires, truck, and tractor tires for every requirement in South Africa's farming, commerce, and industry. Join us next Friday and every Friday night at 9.30 when Goodyear will again present the blind detective Lee Masters in... The Sounds of Darkness.
Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.